Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Hitting bottom is BS, part one. We might as well come out of the gate with a myth that needs to be smashed straight away. It's the cliche that many of us have heard time and again. It sounds like this. He needs to hit bottom first before he wakes up and smells the roses, or words to that effect. That's the kind of nonsense that can kill, and I would be willing to bet it already has. In her latest and most inspiring book called No More Letting Go, by Deborah J., the author of Love First, A Family's Guide to Intervention, she makes the case that we, society as a whole, must radically change the way we think about addiction. We've come a long way in addressing alcoholism and addiction by way of stiffer penalties for impaired driving, making it culturally cool to have or to be a designated driver, and to see addiction as a disease that requires treatment as opposed to jail time. A lag in thinking. Where we have lagged is in our thinking on how to get to the addict or alcoholic before the classic bottom is hit. The bottom might mean death, and there we are wondering if we could have done something instead of letting go and letting God. Now, I have nothing against the conception of a higher power. And to some extent, I stand guilty of advising family members to go take care of themselves first, no matter what condition their loved one is in or what the level of his dysfunction or suffering happens to be. Where I need to do more work and be more thoughtful is in advising family members on all the different ways their loved one can be helped so that they can do not hit the dreaded bottom. Or put another way, we can bring the bottom up higher as a means of a wake-up call so that they go ahead and get some help. The point that Ms. J is making is this. If we as a society decide that untreated addiction, emphasis on the word untreated, is as unacceptable as drunk driving, we will begin addressing the problem differently and in a better way. Imagine a new way. She says this, Imagine a time when it will be unthinkable not to intervene when someone we love becomes addicted to alcohol or other drugs. Ignoring a friend's or relative's addiction will feel as wrong as handing the keys to someone who is stumbling drunk. This thinking represents a radical departure from the conventional wisdom of the day. It is a vision of the future that gives more hope than ever before that, yes, there is indeed something that families can do to intercept the downward trajectory of addiction to alcohol or any other drug. Her vision continues. No longer will we enable the disease. Instead, we will put a stop to it by initiating recovery. This is the outcome. Those who become addicted will get help sooner, and families will escape endless days of anguish and distress. Miss J goes on to say this, We cannot sacrifice the sanctity of our lives to the rapacious nature of addiction. 
We are only given one life to live, and it is precious. Each of us, including the addicted person, has a responsibility to stop addiction from stealing away the best of our lives. Now is power. The best of our lives is the here and now. This is it. This, the now, is all you ever get. There is no salvation in the future, as the future has no objective reality of its own. It is but a vision in our minds. And let us not be caught up in magical thinking that goes something like this. Someday I will wake up from this bad dream. My Johnny will get some new treatment that will make him all better, make him just like the wonderful boy he used to be. Let us likewise not indulge the opposite sentiment that sounds like this. Well, they say he needs to bottom out first. We've tried, but there's no more gas in our tank. Might as well get help for ourselves and let God take care of the rest. Hitting bottom is an idea that's been around for a long time, and there is a bit of truth to it. Back in the day before treatment centers existed, the only people who came to Alcoholics Anonymous were called low-bottom drunks, desperate souls seeking salvation from sure insanity and death. But times have changed mightily, even though the thinking still lags behind the times. I will quote, Many families sadly believe that they must wait for alcoholics to hit bottom before there's any hope for recovery. They rarely stop to consider that this belief sentences them <laughs> to years of unhappiness and devastation. I call this an example of lazy thinking and tunnel vision. Taking the whole family down, the truth is that alcoholics and addicts don't take the trip to the bottom alone. The family goes right down there with them. Families are never warned that the journey to the bottom takes even the smallest children. If that doesn't make you swallow hard, I do not know what will. The point here is that we do not have to wait and should not wait until the bottom is hit because the bottom may be too late. It might mean death. The bottom means 24,000 lives lost to drunk driving every year in the U.S. or another 30,000 deaths by overdose. Think of the collateral damage, too. Deaths by traffic accident must be multiplied by four to include injury to innocent people. When a loved one dies of an overdose, it shocks the whole family and the friends around them. For every death by overdose, there are at least five other people affected directly. When the Hazelton Betty Ford Foundation asked recovering alcoholics what set them on the course of recovery, 77% said that a friend or relative inter intervened. Someone cared enough to raise their bottom. The importance of the family in stopping the progression of the disease before it's too late cannot be overstated. So what have we learned about hitting bottom? One, the myth that says he has to hit bottom first before he's ready to accept help must be smashed once and for all. That myth may be responsible for many unnecessary deaths. Two, if we as a society find it unacceptable to see untreated addiction in the same way that we see drunk driving, we will save countless lives. We must think of the countless different ways that we can and should intervene before it's too late. Three, the real problem is that the addict or alcoholic does not go down to the bottom alone. He takes the family, including his children, with him. Four, the family has by far the greatest influence on an addict's or alcoholic's decision to accept help. And five, the concept of detachment is misinterpreted to mean inaction, when it means exactly the opposite. It means a healthy, clear-headed approach to taking the right action. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.